1: Hello and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm your host Amy Ravel, and we are almost halfway through our 101 series. We've gone through half of the house already, we've got half of the house to go, we've gone through rooms like kitchen and pantry and laundry and bathroom. This week we're dealing with bedroom and most people would probably think okay, you want to do with bedroom, Amy, that there's not a whole lot to talk about for bedroom, but oh, do you have a treat in store? Because bedrooms are one of those places in a home that I'm forever blown away with the types of things we find in bedrooms. Because bedrooms are often a place where you hide things that you don't know where to put particularly if you've got people coming over. So how many times have you like quickly thrown stuff in a washing basket, thrown stuff in a box and then shoved it in the bedroom? Or, you know, you're getting rid of things, you've got donate pile and you shove it in the bedroom or you've got something to return to someone and you shove it in the bedroom. It happens all the time. And I think part of the reason is because it's pretty easy to close off your bedroom door And, you know, guests are not just going to help themselves into your bedroom and, you know, your friends and family are not just going to wander into your bedroom. So it's kind of like this secret, sacred space. And yet we just so easily clutter it up with just random stuff. And so I want to talk to you about your bedrooms today. I want to talk to you about the, what you want to do in your bedroom, what is in there, what needs to be relocated. And also like the the why like what what's the purpose of your bedroom like why do you have a bedroom obviously it's to sleep um although maybe not so obviously because plenty of clients that I see don't use their bedrooms for sleep and so you know clarifying exactly what the bedroom's for what's in there and where it belongs and like why 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 are we even focusing on our bedrooms can it just be a storage space if it's just the space that you sleep in So what I want to um, talk about first is the different types of bedrooms that we see as professional organisers. So you might think like a standard bedroom is just one room in a house, it has your bed in it, maybe it keeps your clothes in it, and that's kind of the purpose of the bedroom. But there are so many people whose bedroom is their entire house, In the sense that if they're in a share house or if they're in communal living, the bedroom can be the study and it might even have a little fridge in it. It might be the place that they hang out with friends that might have a lounge room aspect. It might be the TV room. It might be the craft room. And so bedrooms can obviously perform the function of sleeping, but bedrooms can perform so many other functions. And so that's why it's important for you to decide what you want your bedroom to be? Do you want to have TV in your bedroom? Do you want to have the wardrobe open and clothes, you know, where the washing goes before it needs to be sorted? Um, I've seen clients who keep the ironing ironing board and iron in their bedroom because it's close to the wardrobe and they want to just be able to do that quickly. Some people might have kids sleeping in their bedroom and they're co-sleeping or they've got a cot or a pull-out mattress and so you've also got to think about well, Amy it would be great if I had one of those lovely bedrooms that you see online however I have three little children who more often than not end up in the bed with me and so it, you might be sleeping with a partner you might be sleeping on your own you might be sleeping with a whole lot of little people top and toad and feet in your face and so bedrooms are really really different in every home so Whatever your bedroom looks like, whatever the bedrooms in your home look like, I'm hoping that some of the kind of ideas and tips and tricks that I share today will be relevant for you. And there'll be bits where you're like, oh yeah, no, I don't have a bedside table. And so you can kind of not think about that. But there's other things that you're like, oh yeah, I definitely have boxes of doom around the walls in my bedroom. And so have a pick and choose of what is helpful for you. But more likely than not, Wherever it is that you live, there is a space that is dedicated for sleeping. And so let's talk about the actual bed to start off with. Lots and lots and lots of people in Australia and around the world cannot sleep in their beds due to clutter. It might be that they don't have safe access to walk through their bedroom to get to the bed. It might be that their bed itself is absolutely full of clutter and they might be sleeping on a tiny little sliver of mattress and, you know, conscious that if they knock things in the middle of the night, they might be, you know, expecting boxes and clothes and things to fall on them. So you might be in that situation where you're like, yeah, I've actually been either sleeping on the you know, the very edge of my mattress because there's so much clutter, or Amy, I sleep in the spare room, or I sleep in my kid's room, or I sleep on the couch because there's so much clutter in my bedroom. When you think about sleep, and I'll I'll link to the sleep episode um, that we did with a, a sleep specialist, when you think about the quality of sleep that you get and the importance that it has on your overall health, on your physical health, on your mental well-being, sleep is really, really important. And so if by having a more organized bedroom can increase your sleep and increase your overall health, oh my gosh, let's do it. So if you're looking around your home and you're thinking, oh yeah, great, 101 series, there's so many different spaces, where do I start? If you can start with your bedroom, that would be a really great space because you spend a lot of time in there and you do sleep better if you've got a clear bedroom, if you've got, you know, fresh sheets and you can change your bed easily. So we're going to talk all of those things. So if we start with the bed, one of the the big clutter things that I find in my own home as well as others is excess bedding and, you know, things that make the bed look pretty often just end up on the floor. So in our master bedroom, we so often end up with, like, decorator pillows on the floor because they look awesome for nobody who ever sees them. And then as soon as we go in there to go to bed, the pillows end up on the floor. And so then it's more work to make the bed and then there's just more stuff and clutter around. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's time to let go of a beautiful looking bed for function and necessity and, you know, efficiency when you're climbing into bed or when you're making the bed So have a think about if you do have excess bedding or excess cushions or blankets that you are putting on your bed every night, taking off every night, putting them back on in the morning, is it time to just let go of some of those things? I'm pointing directly at myself. I need the yes button. It's not within reach today, but yes, 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 yes. I need to do this as well. Your bedroom, unless it's a room that you want to have people be able to look into, it's perfectly fine for you to close your bedroom door. It's not a space that you have to have open, that it's expected that guests can kind of have a snoop in your bedroom. No, 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 no. You do what you want to do. So if it means that you don't want all the excess pillows and cushions and things, it's okay to get rid of them. Um, Particularly if you're finding that it's just creating more and more clutter and you're not actually putting it back. Sometimes what I find is there's so many bits and pieces involved in making the bed, I just don't make the bed. I mean, I'm not a massive bed maker anyway, but if there's more work to do to get it there, maybe it's time to let it go. So if we go from the bed to bedside tables, I do love a bedside table. I don't love a cluttered bedside table. And so think about how you can be intentional and minimal particularly in what you keep on top of your bedside table because those flat surfaces can attract so many things. You might be charging things on there. So you might have your phone, you might have your watch, you might have a book that you're reading, you might have some hand cream and maybe some tissues and it's very, very easy for that space just to get cluttered up. And unless you're spending a really long time in your bedroom, maybe you don't need any like special looking, you know, when people have photos and ornaments and rah You can tell by my rah-rah-rah that I'm not a fan of putting all that stuff onto a bedside table. Keep it as clear as you can because that will kind of set the tone for your bedroom so that having that clear just makes it easier to keep other areas clear. So inside your bedside tables, if you've got drawers, consider using drawer dividers or storage containers to keep your bedside drawers organized. And organise them by category. So you might have medication, tech, books, hand cream, like whatever you've got in your bedside drawer, having it categorised rather than everything just thrown in will help you to keep it under control um, and also make things easier to access. One of the keys for keeping a clear and organised and decluttered bedroom is the floor. The floor in a bedroom is a really easy space because you're probably not in there a heap during the day and then for the most part of when you're in there at night, you're in the bed. So it's very easy to have boxes and just piles of things around the, the edge of your bedroom walls. Um, it, it, it's really hard as a professional organiser because I know why people do it. Because it is a clear space, you know, it's a, it's a space that people aren't going into, but it needs to be a clear space so that you can keep it organized. So my top tip is to um, keep your floor clear at all times. Because once you put one thing on the floor, it quickly attracts other items and other bits of clutter and other things that don't have homes. To so ask yourself, like, where should this actually go? Where does it belong? And if you can use the don't put it down, put it away principle in your bedroom, particularly on your bedroom floor, then you're going to be able to maintain it so much easier than if once a week you feel like you're having to put away 15, 20, 30, 50, 100 items that have just kind of accumulated in your bedroom. So just kind of think about it really hard before you go dumping things on the floor of your bedroom. One of the things that people often find in their bedrooms that they don't quite know what to do with, if you don't have a mudroom or a you know really user-friendly entrance in your home, using your bedroom floor for things like your work bag or a jacket or a pair of shoes or things that you're going to use again the next day can be really tempting. So one of my tips is to get that stuff just up off the floor. So it might be using a wall hook or an over door hook somewhere where you can hang your handbag or your jacket or your computer bag so that they don't clutter up the floor of your bedroom or the front door. You can get ones that just hang over doors that might even be hanging over the wardrobe door. Somehow get it up off the floor because then it's not going to be a magnet for other clutter and the items have a home. So in your bedroom, you just want things to have a home. It's not that you don't keep... You know, I've got a couple of books in my bedroom. I've got my favorite hand moisturizer. I've got, what else have I got in there? I've got a blood pressure machine because it doesn't fit in our medicine cabinet. And whenever I get sick, that's when I get low blood pressure. So there's like random things in there. However, they have homes. And so they're not just randomly thrown around the room without anywhere to live. What I want to say too is I'm going to drop a special episode just for wardrobe that has a link to my wardrobe challenge so that if you're ready to deep dive into your wardrobe, um, you can do that because I thought tackling bedroom and wardrobe in one was probably going to be a little bit ambitious of me. Um, okay. So let's talk about other things in your bedroom. If you've got little people that come and sleep in your bedroom and you find that they bring in a soft toy, they bring in their drink bottle, having a little container. So even just like a, a little box that you might get from Kmart, a, a box that you can pick up easily and carry back to their bedroom, or even if it stays in your bedroom. Just have a place where you can kind of put their stuff in so that it doesn't feel like constantly your bedroom has little people things in it. And what it means is when it comes to vacuuming or when it comes to cleaning or when it comes to putting things away, everything just goes in their little container, which you can put on the side of the bed that that child will climb into. And it's there and it's simple and it's easy and your bedroom hasn't become a child's bedroom really very easily. Um, I'm sure there's many of you nodding going, yes, that's exactly what my bedroom looks like. So just a little open container can be an awesome way to keep that under control. If they've got a blankie and you know, all of those things can just go in there um, so that it's much easier to keep your bedroom tidy. Talking of keeping your bedroom tidy and what I started with was around that having the bedroom so cluttered that you can't necessarily sleep on the bed, which also has an impact on hygiene because if you can't sleep in your bed easily, it's also going to be really hard to change the sheets. So have a think about how you can make life easy and have your linen accessible so that you can change your bed sheets at the regularity to which you desire. Um, I always grew up thinking that it had to be weekly. I've got friends who do fortnightly or three-weekly. You do you, boo, um, but having easy access means that you're more likely to stick to whatever schedule you've decided in your mind. So having not all those extra cushions, not having things on the side of the bed, that means you can't get to the bed to change the sheets. Maybe you need to keep the sheets in the bedroom. Maybe you need to no longer have them in a linen cupboard that's at the other end of the house, but you need to store them under the bed or in the wardrobe. So really, I want you to think about your bedroom. What's the mood you want to create? If it is a place that you share with a partner, okay, how do we make this a space of connection? If your bedroom is actually a place where you do heaps of craft and you've got a little desk in your bedroom, can you pack the craft away at the end of the day so your bedroom doesn't feel like a craft room? If watching TV and gaming in your bedroom is your favorite thing to do, awesome, can you separate that out so that your bedroom doesn't feel like a gaming room? Because most people also want their bedrooms to be a place where they get sleep, it's hard to sleep when you've got just clutter everywhere. So, think about how you can minimize the physical and the visual clutter from your bedroom if you're using it for multi purposes, because that is going to help you, again, keep it organized, keep it tidy, maintain it. And of course, it's going to help when it comes to cleaning, vacuuming, changing the bed sheets, all of those types of things. Now, I would imagine. There are some of you who have some super tips on keeping your bedroom organized and tidy because I know that over the last three, four years as we've been in lockdowns around the world, bedrooms also became offices and home study stations and like we had to multipurpose so many things. So if you've got a really good tip for keeping your bedroom organized, for decluttering it, obviously you can jump into the 101 series Uh, course so you can download the decluttering checklist and the organizing cheat sheet but I want you to come into the Facebook community and share the things that help you in the bedroom in terms of being decluttered and organized all right I hope that's been helpful I look forward to coming back to you with the next episode around wardrobe I'll see you in the Facebook community and until next time enjoy the freedom I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin nation and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search the Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.
0: Hold up.